We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Tuesday, December the 8th, 2020. On today's show, former Gamecocks football player Alex McGrath joins me. He does each and every single Tuesday as we break down the hiring of new Gamecocks head football coach Shane Beamer. We also reflect on the weekend that was. We talk South Carolina's 41-18 to loss to the Kentucky Wildcats as we wrap up the 2020 football season. All that and much more here on a packed Tuesday, and it's all brought to you by our friends, over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone in the crew is just as invested in the success of the project as you are. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they offer black glove service, guys. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They are founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni, guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs, because we all know moving can be such a process, you lose things, you break things, you simply don't want to do it. Let the guys over at Upstate Movers Group take care of you. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group, or check out their website for, again, all of your moving needs, whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina. They're at upstatemoversgroup.com. Check them out, upstatemoversgroup.com. The show is also brought to you by our friends over at Southern Oaks Remodeling. Guys, locally and family-owned, over 15 years of experience. They specialize in roofing, windows, doors, siding, and additions, and they're serving the greater Columbia area, guys. Whatever project you have in mind, this is the perfect time to do so. We're in the holiday season. Again, they can do it all. Roofing, windows, doors, siding, additions. Oh, also, by the way, another Gamecock on small business, guys. Gamecocks helping Gamecocks here on the Spurs Up Show. You can check them out, all the work they've done on social media as well, Instagram, Facebook. You guys know the drill. Their website, of course, or give them a call today, 803-899-0284. That's 803 899 0284. The show is also brought to you by our friends over at Yardware. Guys, Yardware, another Gamecock owned small business, by the way. It is a veteran owned and operating company licensed by the University of South Carolina, selling must have Carolina yard and wall signs. Guys, these signs are made out of 12 gauge laser cut steel and they come in both garnet and black. Guys, basketball season's in full swing. Christmas, though, more importantly, right around the corner, we're less than three weeks away from Christmas. And guys, this is the perfect gift 
for that Gamecock fan in your life. I have mine in my studio. The detail, the quality is really what stands out with these things. And it's perfect for anywhere. You can put it in your yard, your studio, your office, your man cave. You can put it in your living room, your dining room, your bedroom, whatever it is. For that Gamecock fan in your life, if you're looking for a last-minute Christmas gift, this is it. You can check them out on social media at Yardware Signs if you want to see what they offer. But if you want to order your sign, again, guys, Christmas is right around the corner. Get yours today so you have it in time for Christmas. You can put that thing under the tree. You can use it as a stocking stuffer. Whatever it may be. Order your sign today. They're at YardwareSigns.com. Again, that is YardwareSigns.com. Finally, guys, the show is also brought to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Guys, with the Christmas holiday right around the corner, MyBookie's been in a giving mood. A $250 risk-free bet on Thanksgiving, boosted odds, and free bets every hour of Black Friday, and they continue to give away more freebies for Cyber Monday. For a sports book that's supposed to be in the business of making money, guys, they're giving it away. That's just one of the reasons why I've been rolling with my bookie this season. The fact is this, guys. If you're going to put some action on the games, whether you're betting NFL, NCAA, college football, college hoops, whatever it may be, you want to do it with a reputable brand like my bookie. Guys, you can make your deposit using the promo code GAMECOCKS. Again, that's promo code GAMECOCKS, and they'll match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. Put in $200, you get an extra $100 to play with, guys. It's a no-brainer. Joining and depositing is a simple process, and it's quick, but more importantly, when it's time to get paid, that's quick too, guys. You can treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season by investing in your intuition. Guys, it's not just winter season. It's winning season, so bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Let's get it. And every single Tuesday, former Gamecocks football player Alex McGrath. Alex, appreciate you taking the time, my friend. Obviously, we have a lot to get into. Believe it or not, with everything that happened, there still was a game on Saturday I want to touch on just briefly. But obviously, all aboard the Shane train. Shane Beamer has been hired as South Carolina's 36th overall head football coach in school history. And obviously, the guy that I know you very much so wanted, the guy that you were there when he was there at South Carolina. So we're going to break all that down in its entirety, of course. But first things first, man, how was your weekend? How? realistically, how much of the game did you catch on Saturday night? Because I know that was a brutal one, and I talked to a lot of South Carolina fans that told me, Chris, I'll be honest, after, like, the second quarter, I was out. (laughs) How much of the game, how was your weekend overall? It was good, man. It was good. Uh, You made it even better uh, by them announcing Shane as the next head coach. But I had dinner plans Saturday night, so I streamed the majority of the first half from my phone to the table, which was incredibly rude on my part, but <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, and then, you know, we got to the halftime down 24 to 3, and I was like, you know what, that, that's enough for the evening. I'm just going to go ahead and close this down. Yeah, for sure. Well, like, like I said, I don't want to completely skip over the game because, again, not a lot to take away. You went to Kentucky with 46 scholarship players. 16 scholarship players on defense. Really, the only thing I want to focus on were really two things. Number one, 
we have to start with Kevin Harris applauding what he did this season, rushing for over a thousand yards. He rushes for 210 yards in the game. Now, if you think about his stats and what he's done this year, and it's kind of hard to believe South Carolina went two and eight with a running back that good on its yeah. roster in a 10 game all conference schedule, mind you rushed for over a thousand yards just talk about again you watch him in the first half what he did and throughout this season as well just just talk a little bit about Kevin Harris what you saw from him again I think the, the future of the running back position is in very good hands with him Marshawn Lloyd Rashad Amos did nice things when he came in but overall your thoughts on uh number 20 in Garnet and Black on Saturday and throughout this season as well I mean tip, tip of the cap to Kevin Harris to rush for a thousand yards in a 10 game conference only schedule with, you know, I, I mean, a suspect offensive line at times. It's a hell of an accomplishment and just a testament to the type of player he is. He's just a big body back that gets going downhill. He's not going to let one person tackle them. And I think, you know, from a running back perspective, we've got quite the running back room for Coach Beamer coming up in 2021 mm-hmm. with him and Fenwick, Marshawn Lloyd, Amos, we've got some talent in that room, fortunately. And some yeah. talent in the quarterback room. We just got to find some people to throw it to. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to move to next. I was just going to say, though, it's crazy when you think again of Kevin Harris and what he did this season. He rushed for over 1,000 in a 10-game all-conference schedule when every team we played knew he was going to get the ball. I mean, it was right. no secret what South Carolina's game plan was. And, I mean, he rushed for 10 yards a carry on Saturday night. And you lost by 23 points. It's like, I'm just thinking back. I'm like, how is that even possible? 21 carries for 210 yards. I mean, that that is, you can't draw up a much better night for a running back and uh, still in a losing effort, whatever it is, what it is. But let's talk quarterback again really quickly. Because again, Luke Doty struggled and not have his best game. I, I'm not really piling on the kid or holding it against him. Like you said, he doesn't have anybody to throw to. There's no weapons on that offense outside of Kevin Harris. But I just want to get your take as far as, like you said, Shane Beamer does get the job. He's hired. We're talking here on a Monday before the Shane Beamer press conference at 2 o'clock, by the way. Um, so I'm sure we're going to get some kind of idea. Maybe he's going to announce who his OC is, DC. But specifically on the offensive side, your thoughts just on the things you saw from Luke Doty in these last three games. Again, yes, he struggled against Kentucky. That was definitely a freshman game for him, which – I, for one, am glad he got out there and taken the licks. Like, learn right now. The season was a wash anyways. Go ahead and learn. Make those mistakes now. Now Shane Beamer and that offensive staff will have film to coach and teach him on. But your overall thoughts on Luke Doty, what you saw in the last three games, and I guess what you're looking forward to seeing in his in his development as Shane Beamer obviously takes over and get, gets his offensive staff to Columbia. So I think ultimately what we saw from Luke Doty is a wildly talented quarterback that's just raw right now. And what I think Shane or you know, Coach Beamer needs to you know get in there with an OC hire is figuring out what that offense is going to look like and does that best suit Luke's ability? Does it best suit Ryan's ability? Assuming Ryan stays. You know, and from there, just looking at it like, well, how do we best tailor this approach to make either one of these guys as successful as possible? So I think, you know, overall, the last three games with Luke, he's you saw flashes of brilliance mixed in with a lot of freshman mistakes. Mm. And that's what you're going to get from a freshman yeah, who's yeah. been practicing at wide receiver inexplicably for seven weeks to that point. Right. So, yeah. 
And, and I, I'd assume that you're you're of kind of like me in the sense that your preference for the offense and what you best think is going to fit Luke Doty. Because I, I think Luke Doty is, you know, again, a ton can change. You never know. There's recruiting. There's the transfer portal. There's just guys winning jobs and beating out other guys. But I feel like, first things first, Luke Doty is in line to be your starting quarterback in 2021 and the piece that Shane Beamer and that offensive staff builds their offense around. But I would imagine you're like me in the sense that you're talking about the best fit, the offensive best fit. It's going to be spread, up-tempo, letting your quarterback be an athlete. Obviously, you're going to continue to use the running game with the great backs you have. But I think we're going to see a much more modern offensive attack. And, again, we're going to find all this out once he announces the OC hire and kind of, you know, we're going to have film, what that guy likes to do. But I'd have to imagine it's going to go to a much more spread, up-tempo, modern offense that we're seeing throughout college football right now. I would like to think so, but I think going back to that and, you know, going back on our conversations that we had last year talking about Ryan, you know, at the end of the day, I think he was put in an uncomfortable situation for himself because, you know, he ran that, you know, up-tempo, high-flying offense in high school. Mm -hmm. But then what we brought him in and asked him to do was run that out of an RPO set where you're having to make reads, you're having to throw on the run, you're having to throw like without your feet being set underneath you. So if they go back and look at that tape and they're like, okay, we can pull this element out of it. Now, what does it look like? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the, I think that's something that they're going to go back and watch all the film for if they haven't already and get something together that they think is suitable for multiple people to go in there and run, but that can be then tailored down to whoever is in their under center. For sure. Well, Alex, let's dive into the fun stuff. Obviously, with the yes. coaching stuff, Shane Beamer hired as South Carolina's head football coach, all aboard the Shane train. But I want to first go back to last week. Late last week, you and I obviously had conversations off the record. We sort of heard things behind closed doors, how things were evolving. Billy Napier getting a second interview. And it, it really sounded like it came down to Shane Beamer and Billy Napier. I know that Scott Satterfield factored in here and there. Maybe Neil Brown did at some point. But those were the two main guys. First question, did you watch the Louisiana-App State game on Friday? Did you catch any of that? Or did you catch any, I, I watched, any of the comments on social media? The, okay, so I caught I caught the Twitter beef, and then I <laughs> fell asleep before the historic failures in game management. So I, I, I didn't see it, unfortunately. Right. Okay, so did you see the play, though? Did you see the play at all? I, I saw it. Okay. Out of context okay. on the internet. Yes. Okay, yes, of course, of course, it. of course. So I have, you know, again, we and we've talked to this ad nauseum, but going back to last week, I just think it was a really interesting point in this coaching search. Because again, we talked off record. I think it came down to Beamer and Napier. And I said I would have been ha happy with either guy. You know, both guys have pros and cons. Obviously, we know the pros with Shane being at, being at South Carolina, dream job, all that good stuff. Billy with head coaching experience and all that. His ties, working on Nick Saban, which I don't think that really matters, but whatever. So I caught a little bit of that Louisiana game. And I will say first things first, it's easy to sit here on the airwaves and talk with you, Alex, and say, oh, don't judge a guy from where he's worked and all this. But hearing the announcers say Billy Napier worked under Nick Saban and former Clemson assistant, puke. It made me want to throw up, honestly, hearing. And I'm not saying I would have been disappointed if he got the job, but it made me want to throw up. Second thing, watching that game. Again, I, I also – I had dinner on Friday night. I was in Charlotte, had dinner plans, did not catch really any of the game. Got home, caught the fourth quarter, really. That's all I needed to see. A minute 50 left. Your long snapper stinks. That Louisiana's long snapper stinks. I don't know how they don't have another long snapper. Kid was snapping it over heads all night. Minute 50 left, you're up five points. 
and I saw the most bad. I don't even know if Muschamp makes this call. You're at the 45-yard line. You run backwards 40 yards. You snap it to your quarterback. You run backwards 40 yards. Take a safety to make it a three-point game with a minute 50 left. That was probably, like, one of the most baffling calls I've ever seen on a football field. Like, that was – It's a bold strategy. (laughs) Bold strategy is putting it very kindly. And, again, Louisiana ended up winning the football game, and, you know, App State missed, like, a 27-yard chip shot to give Louisiana the win – Whatever. But I tweeted after the game, half-jokingly, because, you know, it was it was crazy to see social media erupt. Like, we just lost, you know, or something. Or, like, that just happened to us. Right. But uh, I, I just yeah. – I tweeted after the game and joked. I was like, you know, that feels like one of those BS – kind of pull-it-out-of-your-ass wins that kept Will Muschamp in Columbia for five years. So that's, that's sort of what it <laughs> felt like. But, anyways, going yeah. from that point, I, I tell that story to kind of set it up because you, you can comment on it. That, that was one of the wildest things. And I think that had people feeling very uneasy about Billy Napier after that game because, and again, you don't want to put too much stock into it, but it's like if you can't handle the pressure in the moment in a Sunbelt game, what are you going to do when you're coaching the SEC and you're making millions of dollars and there's big-time games on the line and you got boosters breathing down your neck? And, I mean, I don't know. That, that was a, uh, a tough look for the, for the, for the, for the home team there for, for a little bit, i got to say. It, 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 what, what, but he has head coaching experience. Yeah, so, obviously, has all that washes away. Yeah, all that washes away. Well, anyways, I, I say that to say this. Again, I'm just trying to kind of unfold how things went. We go into Saturday. Again, it's Beamer Napier, Beamer Napier, and there was an interview with Napier on Saturday. I want to first address the Billy Napier stuff because it comes out on social media. Billy Napier saying, I think, what was this, after the game? He said that he's staying at Louisiana. He's not taking the South kind of job. And the narrative from a lot of people, and again, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but I just think it's interesting. The narrative from a lot of people that I've seen or some people is this. Oh, Scott Satterfield turned down South Carolina. Oh, Billy Napier turned down South Carolina. I'm, I tell folks, don't listen to the BS noise because there's a lot that I think went down behind closed doors that we don't know about. Because you and I both know, again, talking about what we heard from different sources, money was the issue. And I feel like knowing the type of dude Castlin is, and then again, Tanner and that whole search com- committee, and again, the boosters being split on who the hire was, I find it hard to believe they didn't watch that game Friday night and go, you know what, maybe we're not going to give him the money he wants. Like, maybe we won't do that. Like, just your overall thoughts and how it unfolded to that point. And then, of course, we'll get directly into Beamer getting hired. But I, I just thought that was a really interesting storyline to follow and saga as it unfolded on social media. It is. It is. And I, if I can add this to the internet trolls, you know, we can't even get, you know, we're being turned down by Louisiana Lafayette head coach, yada, yada, yada. You like just go through it step by step. This man right. coached the game Friday night. Yeah, he got on a plane, presumably Saturday morning, to come interview for the job. The Kentucky the game finishes, mm. and he tweets out, you know, whatever the media department right, gave right. him that I'm staying at Louisiana Lafayette. Given those factors, like your presumption is that he flew to Columbia <laughs> to. After a game when it, that ended at you know eleven thirty at night, to tell Ray Tanner and Dan Caslin he was staying. Yeah, that that kind of reminds me of the scene in Batman where they fly over to China and uh, he's like, "We yeah. just want to tell you we're not going to be doing business with." You. He's like, "You know, a phone call would have sufficed. 
He's like, oh, yeah. we, he just didn't want you to think we we're intentionally wasting your time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't exactly. think he flew to exactly. Columbia because he didn't want the job. Put it that way. No. Either they didn't come to an agreement with him or they called him and they're like, we're going in a different direction. And, you know, for him, perception is the reality that, you know, I turned this job down. I didn't get passed over because that's helpful, mm-hmm. you know, for him in the credibility department next time mm-hmm. a job comes up. And, you know, it, it is not in our best interest to get into a Twitter war with a coach that, no, he didn't actually turn this. I mean, like, we don't gain anything from that. We got the guy hey. we wanted, obviously. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Like, there, there is he – didn't, he did not fly to Columbia to tell them in person, <laughs> I'm not taking this job. It's I assure just, you Just burning that. through that athletic department money to take the plane. Yeah. Why not? The news. <laughs> Why not take a day trip down to Old Cola? Now, I, I and again, send we, an we, email. Yeah, we, <laughs> send a text. Well. Yeah, we, when we can move into again, we got the guy we wanted, Shane Beamer. I, I just we hadn't talked since Tuesday and late last week, and I, I think that saga was very interesting, obviously to follow over the weekend. But again, it comes out. And I didn't expect it to come out immediately after the game, but that comes out, and that basically once that statement, you're like, okay, Beamer's the guy. Um, it starts leaking out, you know. Uh, Brett McMurphy and ESPN and Bleacher Report and others are saying Shane Beamer got the job. Um, where'd you go? I want you for video on this. Oh, hold on. Sorry. I'm getting, there's, I got a call coming through. Okay, you're good. No, I want you. Good. For video on this. All right. No, you're good. You're good. So anyways, you get the guy you want. That whole saga unfolds. But I want to ask you, it comes out Saturday. He puts out the statement. Obviously, Beamer's staying. So you're thinking to yourself, okay, it's 100% Shane Beamer. Then Brett McMurphy tweets it, then ESPN, then Bleacher Report, then everybody. It leaks out, and that evolves all through Saturday night. I didn't go to bed at like 1.30 in the morning just looking at the Beamer stuff and giving my reactions. Then all throughout Sunday, obviously, he flies in. It's officially, officially his job. The university releases a statement. He releases a statement. Ray Tanner, Shane Beamer's head football coach, University of South Carolina. Alex, I want to get your takeaway, your feedback, your thoughts, because, again, I, I think it's awesome that I have you to chat with because your perspective is extremely valuable as somebody who was there when he was there, you know, the guy you've seen him as a coach. And again, people are going to say the different thing. And I'll say this, I won't knock any Gamecock fan who has uncertainties or if they're a little skeptical or if they're a little worried, because, you know, again, like I said, every candidate had pros and cons, but at the end of the day, again, I think South Carolina got the guy that we all wanted and that I think was the best fit for this job, especially when you look at the state of South Carolina football right now, the cultural issues behind closed doors. Shane Beamer is the perfect guy to come in and reestablish that culture, reestablish that standard, and get South Carolina football back. Maybe not even to what Steve Spurrier had it at, because I, I don't know if anybody will ever do that, but at least get it closer back and get it going back in the direction it needs to be. But I want to get your full reaction, your full thoughts. You got your guy, man. How happy are you sitting on a Monday that uh, Shane Beamer's the next head football coach, man? I was so happy when I saw that tweet Saturday night. Like, and I think I even texted you this. Like, this is, like, legitimately the best day in Gamecock football since, like, 2013. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, I mean – he just get he just gets it and and i think at the end of the day this job is not a second opportunity it's not a stepping stone this is where he wants to be and i don't i don't think you could say that about any of the other candidates that we interviewed to where there wasn't aspirations of going somewhere else or 
going to the NFL or, you know, I'm going to do well at this program and then I'm going to get the next big gig. Like this is where Shane wants to be long-term. And I think you can see that on his face from the videos that uh, Gamecock football put out there, just the emotion of walking back into that stadium and remembering everything that had happened there. And from the trepidation angle, you know, anytime you hire a head coach, it's a 50, 50 proposition. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was one sure thing on the market and apparently he's currently toying with the Texas Longhorns. <laughs> and so that didn't happen. And you take, you got to do what you got to hire the right guy for the right job. And I think Shane is the right guy for this job because he's not a coordinator. He never famously has never been one mm. or a head coach. Um, and you look at it from the standpoint of he's going to hire quality assistant coaches, OCs, DCs, everybody from that level down to do their job and focus his time and energy on the stuff that makes the program go from recruiting, glad handing with boosters, making sure the program's running the right way. For me being around him, especially, you know, when he was the recruiting coordinator, like the guys that he brought in during that time period are what built those 11 and two seasons. So I think he is somebody that can 100% match the success that Coach Spurrier had here. As long as he's got the right pieces in place underneath him. And fortunately for us, he has – so much experience in these hugely successful programs from Virginia Tech to us when we hit the Heights, Georgia, Oklahoma, he knows how to do that. Mm. And he's seen it firsthand. And from a recruiter, from a recruiter, there's, there's really nobody else who would rather have in that circumstance, somebody that's got the time, the energy, the want to put in those hours and get the right guys into that program and the connections from the coaching world are going to pay huge dividends. So, you know, there's no, it's a 50, 50 proposition and you know what, it could blow up mm. and we could be in the same situation four years from now, but there wasn't a coach on the market that didn't put us mm. in that yeah. position other than one who I, I <laughs> sincerely hope we called, but who's to say, and <laughs> this is just, it's the right guy because this is the job that he's always wanted. Yeah. And I think the South kind of job is very unique. And I said that on my show yesterday. Um, and you mentioned the clips and, and all the clips were so awesome from him saying, you know, how, how good it feels to be home to the dude literally tearing up walking around the stadium. And it's like, yep. you watch that clip and you're like, wow. I mean, that, that, that tells you everything, right? That's it. That's why you brought him. I mean, and you know, I, I thought one of the pictures that was really powerful too, that wasn't shared a whole lot was, uh, him standing in the indoor looking at the at the backdrops of all it's like Connor Shaw, Clowney, Ellington and it's like I think it's very valuable to have a guy in there that isn't just, you know, we heard selling ice to an Eskimo for 5 years and I know how sick of that we got. This dude's selling like he actually like he can look at that and say we did that. Like I was we did it. Like I know those guys personally. Like we we did it. So it can be done for sure. I know for a fact. I've seen it with my own eyes. Um and so, yeah, I think the job is, is really unique. And, uh, that you know, again, that was something I thought Perry had really good, valuable insight on as far as talking about, um, you know, wanting to be a Gamecock. There are a lot of coaches out there who want to be a Division One football coach. Billy Napier, I'm sure, wants to be an SEC football coach. 
But Shane Beamer wants to be a Gamecock. And again, I know people get tired of hearing the culture thing and they get tired of hearing stuff like that. But again, like I said, I think in this search, where you when you look at where Gamecock football is right now and just how di- divided it is and you got guys playing, I think, as individuals and not as teammates and not fighting for one another and fighting for the block C instead of fighting for themselves, I think that's why that was so important throughout this search. And again, I, I, you know, I'd echo everything you said. I think Shane Beamer is certainly the guy. He, he, he was the right choice from the beginning. I almost wish we'd have pulled the trigger sooner, I mean, to be totally honest with you, because I think it yeah. was obvious, it was clear he was the right <clears throat> guy from the beginning. And I, I know you have to do your due diligence, but uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think Gamecock fans are, you know, ecstatic that, that he's back. And I, I'm excited to see what the support especially is going to be like from the former players, all these guys that spoke out wanting him to get the job. I'm sure that is going to, you know, that support's going to increase, not to say it wasn't there before, but I think it's going to be a new heightened sense of guys coming back around and some of the greatest ever wear the uniform um, coming around. And that's just, again, that's just stuff that's invaluable. It's just, it's just invaluable. Well, it, it is because it brings, and I know I've, I've been on here and I've said hope's not a strategy, but it's like, it's hopeful. But you have to right? have hope. It's not a strategy, but you have to have it. You have to have yeah. it. It's yeah. like, you know, we woke up, we got to the beginning of every season with Muschamp and we knew what we were going to get. Mm. We're going to be inconsistent. We'll probably get a good win. But at the end of the day, like we're not further along than we were four years ago. Mm. And now we have somebody in there who we, we don't know what's going to happen with it. We don't know what coordinators are coming in. I mean, there's rumors and speculation. Mm out the wazoo on that stuff but at the same time you know it's it's somebody it's it, you know it's not a second chance it's not a chance to clear your name at a program it's this is my dream job i want this job let me do it mm. and that just that just makes me very excited just and, and two just knowing <clears throat> or being coached by him like an energy he brings how personable he is with players I mean, it's not even like he's – I've seen a lot of comparisons that, you know, Muschamp's guys all loved him too. But it's just, you know, from a recruiting standpoint and just a coachability standpoint, he's just he's just really good. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see, like, the DeMarcos of the world, Steven Garcia's, uh, Lattimore's, DJ Swearinger, all of those guys know that because they've been in the room with him. They've been in the trenches with him. They know what he brings to the table, and that's what they and that's what they want for the program. That's why I want that for the program. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Now, now that he's hired, the work begins. Um, obviously, Shane Beamer on the job now. Again, we're talking here on a Monday. You talk about the speculation with the coordinators, and again, we could spend a whole separate show throwing around names, and that's something that I think probably again we're about an hour and a half away from Shane Beamer's uh, introductory presser. I think that's probably something we will find out, if not today, very, very soon. But I want to ask you more about the current staff or if you think there will be any holdovers because we already saw Travaris Robinson officially fired. I I don't know if you kind of saw how that came down because people were asking me, hey, who else has been fired? And I was like, well, I think it actually kind of happened by accident because a lot of the, uh, as Spurrier were calling, the media boys were around the facility yesterday and Travaris Robinson was walking out of the facility and apparently told one of the guys, you're not going to take a picture of me cleaning my shit out, are you? So that was kind of like, okay, he got fired. <laughs> uh, all right, he's gone. Uh, well, my question would be, who greenlit that? 
As far as what allowing the guys around the facility like the or termination? Like, don't they do like meetings before? Well, no, he did. He met with them all yesterday. Beamer met with everybody. So from what oh, I so saw, he went into coaching. Oh yeah, individual. Yeah, oh yeah, individual. Yeah. So that's the guys again that were hanging around the facility. They were tweeting, and Beamer was doing one on ones with everybody. So it's not official again who has been retained, who has been let go, except for Tavares Robinson and Kyle Krantz, special teams coordinator. Which that does not surprise me because. Beamer ball. We, we, we got special teams on lock. We're good. Beamer um, ball, baby. Beamer ball. That's, that's it. Um, go buy the T-shirts. But uh, Travaris Robinson let go. And again, I think most of the staff will be let go. I've heard, I think ESPN reported that Connor Shaw will be part of the staff, which I think is a brilliant move. By Sh- and again, what we all expected. How many, how many holdovers would you expect from the staff? Are you thinking maybe just that one, you thinking there will be two or three? I know the names Des Kitchings have come up, running backs coach. I know Bobby Bentley has come up because of his his ties in state recruiting. He's actually done a really good job for South Carolina recruiting. I will tip my cat to Bobby. But, uh, you know, because I have fans asking, you know, you think this guy will stay, this guy will stay. I, I think it's going to be maximum two to three guys. I mean, I, I think for the most part, you're going to see Shane Beamer bring in an entire new crop, which is, which is normal. That's standard protocol for a coach. Right, team. yeah. But your, your thoughts overall and kind of – the evolving coaching staff moves, if you will. So the the two that I've heard are borderline locks are Connor Shaw and Rod Wilson. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Former Gamecocks. Other I think that's, than, a, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah. Other than that, I have not heard one way or the other on anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be a bad idea to keep Bentley mm-hmm. at all, just again because of the recruiting ties. Mm-hmm. But those are the only two that right. I've gotten any insight on. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think for sure I'd love to as see far him keep, he, he, uh, the rest of them. Yeah, I, I'd love to see him keep Shaw and Will Rod Wilson. As many former Gamecocks you had the better, and I, I think I told you this last week, and I'll go ahead and say the rumor that I heard as well from my sources that Dylan Thompson will be brought in for player development, which I think would be really cool. He's been doing that with the Detroit Lions, and uh, I mean, again, yeah. a guy that maybe isn't isn't quite as glorified as some other Gamecock quarterbacks, but was a damn good player in his own right and was there during the glory years. So uh, I think well, it's not, even, Dylan back it's not even the glory years thing. It's just it, like, is he good at his job? Yeah. Is he so also connected could... to the program? Well, you're okay, working for yeah, the, you're working for the lions in the NFL. I think you have to be decent at it. I mean, well, exactly. Yeah. So, so, and he knows what he's talking about. So yeah, I mean, if we need somebody in that role and we've got somebody that's qualified to do it, that's also been in the program and very successful, mm-hmm. grab that guy. For sure. Well, let's address Alex the elephant in the room um, because the very small and, – and I made this joke, by the way, Alex, on social media because, you know, a lot of people, of course, I, I was the kind of the leader, uh, the uh, – what what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of the, the trailblazer of the Fire Must Chant movement way back in the, the UNC game in 2019. And so I got labeled fairly unfairly who gives a damn by a lot of people of uh, – you know, he's the fire must champ guy, negative this, negative that, which again, whatever, the claims are fine. But I thought it was funny that Shane Beamer, not even on the job for 24 hours yet, and I made the joke, hey, I'm not the first guy to be negative about the new head coach because you already got people complaining about, number one, him even getting hired, and number two, it comes out that he will coach Oklahoma through the Big 12 championship, I assume is what it is, so for the next week or two or however long, um, so he's going to honor that commitment at Oklahoma. Obviously, we know the early signing period is coming up December 16th. And I will admit, it's, it's a little different. Like, I didn't expect that necessarily. Um, but your overall thoughts on that. Again, it hasn't been a lot of fans, but you have kind of the small, the small bit on Twitter that have freaked out over it. Is that something that, from your experience, is normal? 
that a coach would do that. And what do you think about it? Because I, I see it on both sides, but I see it on mainly the side of, I think it's an honorable thing to do. Guy honors his commitment. He honors it to Oklahoma. And, you know, he can recruit via Zoom. These are unprecedented times. You know what I mean? But your overall thoughts on that, I, I'd imagine you're like me in the sense that you really don't feel like that's that big of a deal like some are making it out to be. No, I don't think it's a big deal at all. Mainly given just where we are as a society right now, where it's not like he's going to be doing in-home visits. Right. Like he can make a phone call and hop on a Zoom from anywhere. Given that, and him wanting to honor that commitment to the players that he brought into Oklahoma, the coaching contract that he signed with Oklahoma to finish that out, I think is honorable mm. to be perfectly frank with you. And I think it's a true like character point that we're getting in coach Beamer. Mm. Yeah. That he's going to finish what he started. Yeah. And I, I tend to agree. And people, people also brought up, Oh, he's got to make relationships with the current players. Guys, they're going home for break. They're not going to be yeah. here. They're not going to be here. They're not going to be. So I don't, I don't really know. Like, you know, and I, I put it again on social media, Alex. It's more so I, I think the people that are just dragging this out and upset, you're not upset because he's coaching out Oklahoma for another week and a half. You're upset because you wanted Billy Napier or somebody else and you didn't get him. And that is what it is. Just call it what it is. Just hop is on the it. Shane train and get over it. I mean, really, it's, it's uh, all aboard the Shane train for sure. But yeah, Alex, but, yeah, no matter who's back there, it's not Will Muschamp. Everybody right. just smile and carry on. Yeah, like you said, the floor was insanely higher in this coach. And I think this, by the way, went much smoother than 2015 did. It wasn't nearly the train wreck nationally <laughs> yeah. that we saw where it really was Kirby Smart said, nah, I'm going to go to UGA. And Tom Herman was like, nah, I'm going to go to Texas. And then you're like, wow, we have to settle for the guy that got fired by Florida. So wasn't nearly well we didn't that level. have to do that well we didn't we have to right, right. But we that's, would it, wouldn't it be something though if somehow like tom herman got fired and he was our offensive coordinator what a situation it's just wild i mean because I, I, <laughs> I dude I, I tell people and I, I would present this to you as well but i tell them i'm like what's worse or what's tougher being a south carolina fan and you're trying to yeah you had that that stretch with coach spurrier but like you're trying to kind of break through that ceiling and like you know what i'm saying get to that level or being a fan of a program like Texas or Florida State, where it's like, you don't have an excuse. Like, you've won national titles. You have tradition. You have you have all the facilities and the resources, and, like, you're still not good? I mean, it makes no – it's baffling. I don't know how Texas football isn't good. I, I don't understand it. I really don't. It's – I don't know either. <laughs> like, that, that is a truly puzzling – like, especially, like, if you think Baylor was good – yeah. And like significantly better than Texas was for pretty long stretch there uh, is just baffling. Yeah. And, and that, that, that was kind of the that was kind of the point Perry brought up too, as far as like people calling hires a home run hire. It's like, well, at the time, Tom Herman was a home run hire at Texas. And we all see how that's gone. I mean, he had that thing rolling at Houston. And for whatever reason, I mean, doesn't always work out. Justin Fuente at Vatek. It, it doesn't always work out, you know. Just doesn't. It, it doesn't, but, like, the Tom Herman thing, like, I get it. But at the same time, like, they're not bad either. Their expectations like gonna, are Bama level. Seven and, yeah. Correct. Yeah. But, I mean, they're going to go 7-3, whatever. They've won a Sugar Bowl. They beat Georgia. They've won double-digit games, mm. I think, twice since he's been there. So, I mean, it's not like it's a – abject right. disaster it's not what they probably expected where they were like yeah we're gonna get in the college football playoff year one well that didn't happen so 
who's that that is that is truly a dumpster fire yeah it, it makes it a lot tougher when uh lincoln riley's boys are doing what they've been doing in oklahoma and that's your biggest rival so i think that's probably where a lot also of it, a candidate uh, for us who who didn't have head coaching experience yes, i just feel yes. like i need to point that out yeah yeah that that we, that was another guy ray tanner didn't feel like he was ready for the uh the big bad sec <laughs> So we all see how that's gone. Um, anyways, though, no, oh. yeah, no, it is what it is. It's, I think they got this one right, though. Excited for Shane, obviously, Beamer ball all aboard the Shane train again. I know you're fired up. And again, I think it's I think this is a great day and, and it's awesome to talk to former players. And it's a great day for all former Gamecocks that were under him, that knew him, that got recruited by him to see to find. And I'll say this the last thing, too, because I've talked to again, I, I've, I've been blessed enough to talk to so many former players. And a lot of them, what they've said to me, they're off the record or on the show, is just like, we want to see more Gamecocks get opportunities. Like, there's a lot of former South Carolina guys that are coaching, that are doing great things in, in the football world or just in life in general. And it's like, you know, we're hiring this former Georgia OC. We're hiring this former Georgia wide receiver coach and this former Georgia quarterback and Georgia guys and Florida guys. It's like, why not give a South Carolina guy a shot? So, you know what? I at least applaud them for now we're going to start to see some Gamecocks get, get, get the, their deserved shots. There's a lot of South Carolina guys right now who are coaching in the high school ranks, in the college ranks, that are doing really good jobs that maybe they deserve a look. You know, not maybe. They do. They deserve a look. So, I'm happy for – the Gamecock fan base, the university, the program, but definitely for those alumni that, you know, I think some people are going to finally get a deserved shot, and it starts with Shane Beamer. So I, I'm fired up for that. And, again, I know you can agree with that sentiment. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Alex, always a pleasure, man. I don't know. This might be the last one of the season. Obviously, the season's over. Um, we got recruiting and stuff, so obviously we'll be in touch, and we'll kind of figure it out from there. But, Alex, it's been a pleasure, man. I will say it's been awesome. Uh, you know, obviously we started this thing last year, but having you on yet again in the 2020 season and kind of going through this – tumultuous season with you but the coaching <laughs> search and hey the one positive going two and eight must champ got fired now shane beamer is your head coach there was a positive from this season it did it did come from it but uh hey if, if another positive we almost hit our projections before the season started yeah really. all, three so. and seven for me and what i guess you had what did you also have three and seven was that right or four and six i, I was like that i was in that two and eight three and seven range okay. somewhere in that yeah. general vicinity yeah no, for sure. And so I, I, maybe we do know what we're talking about. And I, and, hey, I, and I, I want to bet with a guy on Twitter for a free dinner at Hall's Chop House. So that, just because I took the under three and a half. So, I mean, bam, <laughs> you know, and we got a new coach. I mean, it's just great. That steak is going to taste mighty sweet whenever we go. But uh, no, seriously, it Alex, it's been, it's been a pleasure, man. The, uh, the 2020 season was fun. I know we're going to have you on again, obviously, really soon. But I uh, just want to say thank you for taking your time all season and uh, can't wait to do it again. No, man, I, I appreciate you letting me come on. It's always it's good to have an outlet to chat about my frustrations within the program that hopefully have dwindled a considerable amount now that, you know, Coach Beamer's here. Are, are, is a bowl game in play for us? Yeah, so so I think it is. I would expect us to turn down a bowl game invite I, I, because there, okay. there's, there, there's much bigger fish to fry right now. You have recruiting. You have putting a staff in place. I mean, you're already letting guys go. How are you going to field a staff? And, heck, like I said, you only took 46 scholarship players at Lexington. I, I mean, I, I think a bowl Fair. game is we should just kind of – nah, we're fine. We'll, we'll – Thanks, but no thanks. Let's move on to 2021. I, that's just me. I, I would love it for reps for Luke Doty. I know we talked about that before, but I would expect South Carolina to say no to a bowl. That's just me. I mean, I have no idea, but I, you know, I'd be surprised. But again, that's something I'm sure we'll find out maybe the next, maybe today, maybe the next couple of days. But uh, 
yeah, we'll see. I, I'd expect him to say no, though. That's just that's just my my uh, that that makes a lot of sense. Cents, so. But, yeah, no, Alex, man, we're going to wrap it up. It's a pleasure, man. Obviously, again, it's been a pleasure to chat with you all season, and uh, we'll definitely do it again soon, man. Appreciate you. Absolutely, buddy. We'll see you in 2021. Absolutely. He's Alex McGrath. I'm Chris Phillips. We appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll catch you next time on an episode of the Spurs Up Show. decisions for your company you always look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your process to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy mail checks invoices legal documents books and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.